the shame, remove all the pain, block it out like a troll on your timeline. The past is what made you who you are today. Embrace it, let it go like an exhale. up everybody and good evening to y'all welcome to the muzzlers off podcast where i am your host nikia monet and tonight we have a very very special guest with us tonight lunic introduce yourself hi nikia how are you my name is lunic addison boyd and i'm just here to serve and be with you this evening i'm excited about our interview um I guess I can say that I'm just the bomb.com and um, I'm feeling real good. I am um, founder and creator of God is Great Apparel. And um, I'm just excited to be here with you. I'm sure you got a loaded questions and I made some time for you tonight. So let's go. Yes, let's definitely go. And I want to thank you for making the time tonight because, you know, I do understand that with being an entrepreneur, we are most of the time always on and hardly ever off. So I really appreciate you for even agreeing to come on the podcast. Now, let me just explain something to y'all. Anybody that knows me knows that, number one, I'm actually kind of shy and I don't necessarily just speak to people, right? So one good day, I was walking through the Good Livingston Mall because I had to do an in-store pickup. And so as I was walking, I was completely confused. I had no idea where the hell I was going. And I'm walking and I'm walking, I'm walking. I'm like, all right, let me find this little directory and figure out where is this finish line at in this um, in this Livingston Mall. So as I'm walking, I'm on the phone with a friend of mine and I'm just speaking to her as I'm walking. And she's like, listen, Nikia, don't go in no other stores, okay? Just focus on where you going and get in there, do your in-store pickup and get out. I was like, I'm not going in no other stores. There's nothing in here that I want. I don't need nothing, blah, blah, blah. So as I'm walking and I look, I'm like, oh, snap. There's a store in here called God is Great. Yeah. I was like, I can't possibly walk past a store called God is Great and not yeah. go inside and experience the greatness of God, right? Right. So I had to go into the store and see why God was so great on all the merchandise. And here uh, here we are. 
Yes. And you look cute. Thank you, ma'am. You know, you you know, you know, we crop everything, okay? Right. You we know, crop everything. We crop everything. <laughs> Listen, everything gets cropped, okay? I told everybody all summer 2021, everything is cropped. Don't say nothing to me. I don't even care what y'all feel. I don't care what y'all talking about. Cropped everything summer 2021. Okay. Since some, girl, since summer 2020 was 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 a whoo was a whoo. Okay. So I says summer 2021, everything, all things is cropped. But yes. anyway, what I want to say is is that I appreciate your store. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Um, we get so much great energy, so much great feedback. Um, just everyone's just really surprised. And just the comments and the commentary and the testimonies and just the overwhelming outpour, you know, that, that people have been showing us. People are just like shocked. They're coming down because we're right down from the escalator. So as you're coming down the escalator, God is great. It's like there, you know, it's beautiful. It's very lit up. We play live music a lot. And I'm just grateful to be there and to have an opportunity to provide, you know, such a powerful message. No. And, uh, and, and you know what? So let's kind of start from the beginning, right? Okay. What brought you to God is great. What is your journey? What is your story? Oh wow, girl, we ain't got all day. <laughs> That's all right. We we look. I'm we, we, got, we got a good little minute. Come on, short version. Now, talking about the clothing line. Um, you know the clothing line. I'm not going to say it's something that I actually planned. It wasn't like you know how some people have like this beautiful blueprint about how they're going to start their business and they have like a business plan and they got step one, two, three, then they got bullet points and they got a team of people. That wasn't the case at all. You mm. know, um, I think dark, God is great started from a very dark place. Um, I was in a happy space, but I was in a state of confusion space because I was really transitioning from um, being a bartender, right? Um, during that time, I had just left Channel 9 News and Fox 5. I'm a journalist first. And I left the TV station. I went over to, I left the caucus, uh, My 9 News, and then I went over to um, Fox for a little while. And then I decided that that wasn't what I wanted to do, the commute back and forth, because they were shutting Channel 9 down, their sister stations, Fox owns My 9 News. So I didn't want to do the commute. I went into radio. I loved radio. I did the transition. Um, and then I started bartending. I did that for a few years. And then I love people. Like I love communicating. I love sales. I just love, you know, the energy of what all of that is. But I didn't feel fulfilled. There was always a piece of me that was like, what are you doing here? How did you wind up here? I was trying to find, you know, what it was that I was good at or what it was that my calling was. But I didn't even think that that's what I was doing at the time. I knew that I was bored and I knew that my energy was channeling, you know, more. So um, I spent two years in search of whatever that thing was. And I did a lot of odd jobs and things like that in the process. But I remember saying, you know, it would be really cool to make money while I'm sleeping. You know, I want to make money while I'm sleeping because I know how to flip money. I know how to do all that. I, you know, I was making $800 a night as a bartender. But what I realized is money is not everything. It is, it opens the floodgates to a lot of things and a lot of opportunities, but internally I wasn't happy um, because I, I, I was an entrepreneur at heart. 
So one day um, I was watching some YouTube video or whatever it was, and I believe it was Oprah that said, if you put dimes, you fill a Pepsi jar with dimes all the way to the rim, it will equal $500. And I was like, hmm, just out of curiosity, I decided to try it. Um, I didn't get to the $500 because I'm a real antsy person. So I decided that I was going to... Um, take it to Coinstar and I dumped it out at the stop and shop and it was clanking and clanking and clanking. It was only $48. <laughs> I was like, all right, what am I doing with this $48? So I kid you not, I went into New York City and I bought a couple of scarves and I flipped that, I sold out, then I took and I flipped it again and then I messed up the re-up money. <laughs> I call up the re-up money because right. I wasn't good at that, that part, you know, but I had like after I left bartending, I had blew all my money. I spent everything. Like I had no savings and I had nothing left. I think I'm, I don't even, I was pretty much broke, you know? So I drew on this little piece of paper. I wrote God is great in little bubble letters. And I was like, this will be kind of cool to put on some products. So I took a picture of it and I sent it to my cousin in Atlanta, who's a graphic designer. And I said, cuz I know you're a graphic designer and artist. Can you come up with something dope? So lo and behold, like I think a few days later, and I also sent him a quote that says, um, investing, investing in yourself is key. He came back with both of them. I fell in love with God is great. I was like, oh my God. So I started putting it on mugs. I was like, this would be cool. I could sell mugs. So I started putting it on mugs and people started asking me, how do they get it? I was like, oh, this is really cool. Then I messed up the re-up money again. Cause I didn't have no savings. I had to pay bills. I had to do stuff. Mind you, this is like literally like right before I got married in 2016. Mm -hmm. And then I decided that I was going to put it on shirts. So I put it on shirts and people started asking me, where'd you get that shirt? Where'd you get that shirt? And that's when Instagram really started to take off. You know, I started being on Instagram more. A guy from Africa hit me up in my DM. I didn't even know what a DM was. Hit me up in my DM. Then another guy from India, I want the shirt. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. They was like, do you have a website? And I was like, no, I don't have a website. So I continued to sell the t-shirts. I got more t-shirts, I got more t-shirts. So I started selling them at every um, house music festival. Anything that I could put a table and sell my stuff, I was doing that. And then in the 2017, I figured out how to create an online store and I did that and that's kind of how God is great apparel was literally birthed with like no blueprint no strategy nothing in place and here we are wow <laughs> yeah and you know what and that's the thing a lot of like, like a lot of times people don't understand that a lot of our ideas are literally birthed from a dark place Birth from a dark place. And I literally, I had just gotten married. Like, I was, my husband wasn't broke, but I was broke. And I don't like not having nothing to bring to the table. And I bring my energy. I bring my spice. Like, I'm dope in real life. Like, I know how to turn the dollar into 15 cents. Like, I know how to make money. I know how to flip money. Um, but the problem was, I just knew that I wasn't happy. Because I've had money before. Like, a lot of money before. I've traveled around the world. I did so many amazing things with my life. And I think what I was going through was absolutely necessary. Because sometimes, we'll have great ideas and we'll overthink it. Mm -hmm. we'll, we think we need a million dollars to start it. Or we need X, Y, Z. Like I said, I didn't even have a plan. I just knew that I was passionate. And they say sometimes passionate is not enough. It was enough for me. 
mm-hmm. you know, because I'm a go-getter. I take no for an answer. I don't take no for an answer. I go hard. I'm relentless. I'm consistent. Like, I'm a real G. Like, I do this. Not to brag, but I knew that this was an opportunity. When I saw that I was making money and I saw that I was changing lives and I saw that people started testifying and sharing their stories and they were like, oh my God, this is my story. I'm living proof. That's what really connected it for me. And I was like, wait a minute. So it's not just me because literally it said God is great. And the minute I went to go to the printer for him to like start printing the first shirt, I was like, wait, it's missing something. He was like, what do you mean it's missing something? I was like, can you add I am living proof to it? He was like, now? I just, I was like, right now. So we stopped production. We went into this whole thing. He put I am living proof at the bottom. And I was like, okay, it's perfect. And Mm -hmm. that's literally how it happened. And it's the truth. Yeah. God is great. I'm living proof. That's part of my story. And I knew that that part of it was missing and it needed to be included. And just the overwhelming outpour of people sharing their their stories with me has been mind blowing. How does it make you feel as an entrepreneur to know that you're touching the lives of many people by a simple message? How does it make me feel? It makes me cry a lot. Um, I don't know how, there's not really a word for it because every single day it's a different experience. I Mm -hmm. meet people from all walks of life. Like this shirt says, I don't look like what I've been through. This is one of our other quotes, but God is great is the brand. Um, But I put different quotes on different shirts that mean a lot to me. And it really is is touching, it's heartfelt. Um, I get to meet people from all walks of life. It's a conversation piece, you know? Um, people are always sharing these great stories of how they overcome, how they're survivors, you know, what they've been through. That's why I call everybody warriors, you know? That's like my first, you know, line of anything. Like, what's up, warriors? How are you, warrior? Because we're all warriors. We've all been through something, you know, nobody is leaving here unscathed. Like we're all going to fall. We're all going to have to get up. We're all going to go through tumultuous situations. And it's just really how you learn to, um, to adjust and pivot and, and not stay down, you know? So it makes me feel really good inside. See, but that's good. And you know, like one of the things that I will say is that entering into your store, it's very bright. It's very vibrant. Um, it's very colorful. And that speaks to who you are, right? Um, And it also speaks to the message, right? Like we understand that we all have promises that come from God. Mm -hmm. And so based on his promises, when you walk into the store, it's like, and you see all those different colors and you see like everything, you read the messages. Like I'm, I'm an avid reader, so I'm going to walk in and I'm going to take it all in like, oh, wow, yup, I don't look like what I've been. You right. Right. And you know what? And yup, God is great. And you know what? And yup. And with that color, with that, that means, you know, and everything about the entire story is a message. Right. There's quotes all over the walls. All, all over. Like it, it's like it came to get, it wasn't planned. Like I said, I didn't have a blueprint. I didn't have an engineer. I didn't have, you know, God just blessed me with some amazing people in my life that were strategically, I believe, aligned with God's plan. 
you know, because the young lady who designed the store literally designed the store in like 14 days, you know, from the time that I told her about it to the date. She was like, well, how much time we got before the opening? I was like, 14 days. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, she was like, all right, let's go. And sleepless nights, you know, and before I knew it, the walls were all white and pink. And then it just kind of morphed into this thing. And I looked up on November 22nd of 2020. And I was like, oh, it's really going down. <laughs> I didn't get my POS system together until like an hour, maybe 45 minutes before we literally opened the gates. I can't listen. Listen, when you are an entrepreneur and you're trying to figure out life, period, and that life includes a store, operating a store, running a store, how, listen, how do I get this point of sale working? Right. Where and before the store, we were home. Like, I had boxes. I had 100, 120 boxes literally in my home. My husband and I, at some point, just was like, we can't keep doing this. Mm -hmm. We were climbing over boxes, trying to fill online orders. Like it's just been literally insane, but it's been such a blessing because people from all walks of life are ordering from online before the store ever existed. How was the transition for you going from online to an actual physical store and managing both? Um, the online store I had mastered. Um, because we've been doing it since 2017, right? And <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Like every day is something new. It's I worked in retail growing up, but I just literally did not know all of the things that go on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I had an awesome team. I had some awesome friends. I had people jump in my my, my ex coworkers, some of my dear friends, um, people that I just jumped on the phone and was like, Hey, I'm thinking about opening up the store. I'm going to really need you. And people just kind of jumped in family members, you know, um, people that, are, that sit on my board. Um, just the transition was actually, my husband was so happy today that we were packing up. I was crying like a baby, snot everywhere. People thought that I was crazy. They said, you're insane for opening up a store during a pandemic. But what I do know is when God is at work and he's moving, the obstacles are pushed out of the way. Like there were no obstacles. Everything was just like flowing in such a way where even if I wanted to stop it, I couldn't because I did try to self-sabotage. And we do that a lot when the process seems like it's too big, you know, because sometimes the calling on our, on our lives is so big. And sometimes we don't necessarily want to step up to the challenge because of the work that it's required in order for us to do that. That's why a lot of people who are watching this um, what I do want to encourage and say to you is where there's vision, there's provision. So if God gave you a vision, if he gave you something that you're supposed to be doing, don't be afraid. Take the challenge. Like go to it, walk towards it. Don't run away from it. You know, don't be afraid to ask for help because a lot of times we get into the space of like, oh my God, the fear will sit at, set in and we'll go into a fetal position and we're afraid to move because we don't know what's next. And I'm going to tell you the truth. When I left my home into the store, I had no idea what was next. I didn't know how I was going to decorate. I didn't know how I was going to get inventory, um, that much inventory. I didn't know how I was going to hang the clothes. I didn't know what the store was going to look like. I didn't even know where I was going to order my sign from. I just didn't know if anybody was going to show up and buy anything. How about that? 
So if you're trying to do something, don't talk yourself out of it. Because I tried to talk myself out of it a couple times. And every time I said something, my husband was like, let's go. You know, so I just thank him for, for, for just believing in me and believing in this process. And was like, yo, let's go. And I thank him too, because you know what? And like, listen, like I said, that day walking into the mall, trying to find that sneaker store and right. stumbling upon and it's right next door to us. Right. What a blessing was, we are. Yeah. Like, no, you can't just walk. It's not a store you can just walk by, especially as a believer, one that believes, one that has great faith. There's no way you're going to see God is great apparel and walk by it and act like you're not going to go inside. And then once you're inside, there is no way that you're going to walk out empty handed, period. Period. And you know what? So many people like I can hear them. They walk by and go, God is great. God is great. That I hear them saying it. And they're reading the sign because it's new. It is refreshing. And a lot of people was like, who is bold enough to do this? Like they was like, I want to come inside and see what this is all about. You know, so I get a lot of that. And, you know, I share my story with them. I let them know like what I've been through. I let them know, you know, how I got here, you know, and, and that sparks so many different conversations. And a lot of people, because it's 5,000 square feet, because it's a full store, they're always shocked. They're like, wait, you're the owner. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Black, black girls rock. Okay. And you know it's a let you know what and because you know like I, I like I told you earlier today I said you know it's the uh, it's it, today is the last day of, of March right and yes. we, we did Women's History Month and everything like that yes one of the things that we truly were discussing on the podcast this month especially with the with the group of women that I had come on was mm -hmm. um, a topic of are you your sister's keeper mm -hmm. and as a woman as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. what does that mean to you when you hear someone say you know i i am my sister's keeper uh to you know i've heard that a lot more so in um i am my brother's keeper when i started hearing women say it it, it felt so empowering you know it felt like um i'm responsible for the next woman and the woman next to me the woman in front of me and the woman behind me um because there is no big eyes and little U's when it comes to um, being a woman, because we are the backbone of everything. That's what I say. And it's, it's important for me to lift another woman up. It's mm -hmm. important for me to not shun away from helping her. I've had so many women reach out to me to ask me, how did I do this? Where do I get this? They just are calling me for information. And some of it, sometimes I know they think that I'm just like this thing. And I'm like, no, I'm really accessible. I'm really accessible. Like you can reach out to me. You could talk to me. Literally, sometimes the customers over the phone are so blown away that they're talking to the owner. And I'm like, yeah, it's me. You know, how can I help you? Let me fix your order. What's wrong? You know, um, I just wanted to call and say, thank you for supporting. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, they're like, you're the girl in the video. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Cause we run a lot of ads and stuff. So mm -hmm. My goal is to be the best person that I can be and to shine a light, you know, so bright that another woman will see me and not feel like she has to dim herself for anybody else. Sina, and that's important. I like that you just said that being my sister's keeper means that another woman does not have to dim herself. Never. 
And a and, lot of times mm-hmm. I say, hey, what's wrong? Walk, you know, people are walking with their chin down or their head down. And I just be like, hello. Like, I'm a hello to everybody kind of person. And sometimes I catch people off guard. They're like, why is she so happy? I'm like, if you've been through what I've been through, honey, you'd be happy too. You'd be smiling. You'd be helloing everybody. <laughs> but I am my sister's keeper is really important. And that's probably... Um, one of the main reasons why I started the nonprofit a day at a time, and I have a youth program and I make the camp completely free for young girls in the summer. We house, um, 12 to 14 girls every summer. I teach them how to shoot and edit video content creating. That's my background. So I decided to start a media camp and we will be five years young this year, including the store will be five years young. The, not the store, but the, you know, the brand mm-hmm, will be the five brand. years young. And it was just really, really important for me to give back to young girls because I created a curriculum and a program that I wish I would have had because they learn how to shoot, edit, content creation. They learn the power of entrepreneurship. They also learn the power of community service. We go out and feed the homeless. We go into shelters. There's so many different things that we do with the girls. Um, we travel, you know, um, we do empowerment. I bring women from different walks of life to to talk to them, to mentor them. We go to TV stations and they get to um, shadow the news directors and stuff, you know, for a day. It's just a powerful thing. I'm, I am responsible for the next generation and how I uphold myself and carry myself is really important because I've had my share of my bad days and I don't ever want anybody to have to feel or go through what I went through. Okay, so let, let's rewind, pause, rewind. Okay. What, 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 is, what, is this non, what is this group called? Um, the, the program is called The Wonder Years, Young Entrepreneurs Achieving Real Success. And it's housed at Rutgers University at Express Newark every summer for four weeks. That is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And the camp is free. The girls come for free. And it's from um, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday. And every Wednesday is our outing. We get to go to like news outlets, TV stations, radio stations, mm-hmm. Um, I kind of utilize, you know, all the women that I've worked with or and men in the industry. Um, I used to be Whoopi Goldberg's intern. So my girlfriend from The View, Karen, um, Deja from um, BLS, um, Anthony Johnson from um, Channel 7, just a bunch of people, you know, um, that I've had the pleasure of working with over the years that kind of just take the girls on, you know, every summer and we do an awesome program. Of course, we didn't have it last year because of COVID. We did get together once, you know, but because of the accident um, last year, I wasn't able to fully give it my best. And, you know, COVID happened last year. So we were in the middle of pandemic, so I couldn't really do what we wanted to do last year. But the program is really powerful and it's awesome. You were in an accident last year? Mm-hmm, I was. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I plates in my arm. I got me and my husband were hit by four cars on the highway. Um, June 30th of last year. It's almost a year. <laughs> wow. God is great and I am I... living proof. Hey. Hey, I know that's right. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I don't you look what? like what I've been through. I'm trying to told you. At, listen, you trying to tell you trying to tell all of us that the message speaks for itself, yeah. and the message carries its own weight for itself. 
And the message is one that keeps on living, which is why you're living proof because it just keeps on living as as you live. The message continues to live, and then it shall be passed down. And I pray that this will live beyond me. That I'm creating legacy and wealth for my family. You know, so this is really just bigger than me. It's not really even about me. I learned that too. (laughs) So, what is it for you? What is the it factor with, with the store and everything? Like, what is it, the, the program? And what I'm more servant. is it? I'm a servant. I'm serving. I'm doing what I've been called to do. That's it. I like that. She's like, that's it. That's what, listen, I'm a servant. What I do I'm is- a servant. I serve. I serve the community. I'm here to serve. That's what I'm, and I'm not perfect. You know, I'm not perfect. It's like I meet people a lot of times and they try to put me on this pedestal or, you know, when they, when they find out that I'm flawed, they're like, oh. and I'm just like, oh my God, seriously? Like I make mistakes. I'm human, you know, and, um, yeah, sometimes you get the real, real deal. You know, and sometimes people aren't always prepared for that. And I always tell people, like, I am not holier than than thou. I am a Christian, but I am not holier than thou. I am not so far removed that I won't snap or lose it at any given time. I try not to. I do my best to go in the corner and take a deep breath and hoosa. But sometimes, you know, life, things happen people will try to make you go there and I try to do my best to just stay focused and not get distracted by the negativity but the it factor for me is that I am here to serve and I don't have that messed up I've surrendered surrendered to the serving (laughs) and you know what and I'm glad that you said that for the simple fact that a lot of us fail to understand a a real simple concept I am here to serve no one's leaving here without serving. Period. None of us. And, and there is no competition within your servitude. No, absolutely not. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a destiny. And everybody has a path. Gifts, all of that. Talent. And, it's, and it's yours. Yes. There's no competition in that. There is. And I think a lot of times we get that confused. You know, I think about um, just my past and all the stuff that I had to endure. You know, I I don't regret it. People like, oh, you're always sharing your business and you're always telling people too much. My mom's like notorious. She's always like, why do you have to tell them that? I'm like, mom, do you know that I've overcome and that I'm a survivor of many things for a reason? Like someone somewhere will see that how I made it through. I may just be the key, you know, to unlock somebody else's prison, you know, because mentally we're trapped a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, just emotionally reckless, mind is all jacked up, things that have happened to us in our past keeps us in a fetal position, has us feeling less than, has us feeling like we can't do anything, has us feeling like, you know, we're just beneath and not above, you know, so... I use, I utilize my platform to amplify how amazing God is. Because if he could dig me up out the valley of the beast, Hello. And clean me up and dust me off, baby, he could definitely do it for you because I was a mess. I mean, who wasn't? You know, 
And that's the thing. Oh, Everybody. So messy. Messy. Hello. And who wasn't? People like to sit up here and put on airs and put on fronts as if they lived this whole perfect Christian safe life. Oh, no, I didn't that. No, I didn't stand that. Now. Now. No. No. Today I got on eyebrows. Tomorrow. Come on, brows. Listen. I said, you know, and the thing, and, and that's the thing. A lot of the times we like to wear a mask to hide who we are. Right. I don't need to hide from anything that I have ever done in my past. Oh, I, I don't need I tell Hello. it all. I tell people, like when I tell people that I was addicted to drugs and I was a drug addict and that I was homeless and this and that, they're like, wait, what? But all of that fueled you. It did. It broke me first. You mm -hmm. know, um, it broke me in a way because I I I have an addictive personality because anything I do, I do it hard. <laughs> so like I go ahead when first. I was knee deep and I was in that dark place many years ago, um, I felt trapped. Um, mm. but it was just me masking you know, what I had gone through because I didn't want to feel and numbing it was, was really my only outlet. That was the only way that I knew that I could mask what I was feeling. Cause I didn't have an outlet. I didn't have anybody to talk to about what had happened or what was going on in my life. And then what happened was by me using, um, I continued to use, and before I knew it, you know, I was out of control. But I didn't think I was out of control. Everybody else around me could see it because I thought I was still, you know, a functioning, Under, like, okay, I'm as functioning. Call it, a functioning addict, um, which I was. My hair was always done. I always had a car. I had hair once upon a time until I shaved it off almost three years ago. Like my nails were always done. I always had a car. I always had money in my pocket. Um, a lot of people don't know, like, I was, I was living really wrong. You know, I was a, a size zero at one time, you know, and I just thought that that was fabulous. I just thought that I was, you know, I thought I was it. And and I, it was dark. It was bad. It was really, really bad. And um, having a moment of awakening every time that I would get a glimpse of hope, I was like, okay, there is hope. There is something on the other side, you know, so um Addiction was very real, very real for me, very hurtful. I hurt a lot of people, hurt a lot of people, but most importantly, I hurt myself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but it, it it's it's one of those things that I believe that had it not been for that, I wouldn't be who I am today, and I wouldn't be where I am today, and I wouldn't be on this journey. You know, so I'm I'm forever grateful. I don't have any regrets. I met a lot of amazing people. I did a lot of amazing things in the process, and I did some messed up things in the process. But who didn't? Uh, nobody. <laughs> so there's no fronting for me. I'm telling you, there's no fronting here. No, and like, and you're right. You know, one of the things that I can say is meeting you in person and feeling your energy in person. And you're like, hold up, wait, we got to take a picture. Um, hold up. No, no, you need to catch this. Wait a minute. How is how is this? And I'm like, you know what? She's a dope individual, period. You know what I'm saying? And it's very, I'm not going to say it's rare. I'm going to say it's rare. It is very rare that you really do meet genuinely dope people who don't have an agenda, 
whom are truly just walking and living in their purpose and living in their truth of their life experiences, right? Everybody has a life, everybody has experiences, but not all of us live in the truth of those experiences because a lot of us like to hide. We like to, you know, we, we don't want to admit what, what we did was wrong. We don't want to admit that, yes, I have I had a problem. We don't want to admit certain things about us and we don't want to admit it publicly because we are ashamed of the image that it portrays. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of none of it. I share it because at the end of the day, people don't realize it's therapeutic for me. And it also, I hope in the process that if I help one person, not the whole world, because I can't change the world by myself, but if I share it and I'm not ashamed of it and I show it and, you know, I'm, I'm transparent about it. Because some people say you do, you, you, you shouldn't be so, and I'm like, wait till y'all read the book. Y'all not going to be ready. <laughs> Y'all think I'm sharing this little bit of stuff. Wait till you read the book, honey. The book that I haven't even titled yet. Yeah. Is it coming soon? It is coming soon. <laughs> it is coming soon. Um, there's tons of episodes in there. I don't call it chapters. Um, I'm hoping to turn it into a mini doc or a full-blown film um, because I have lived. I have truly lived you know, and I want to be able to, um, I want to be able to put it out there. I want to have my own aha moments. I want people to have aha moments. I want people to be like, wow, if she could share that, if she can do that, if she's done that, so can I, you know, mm -hmm. like I said, I'm just here to serve. That's just another way of me opening up the floodgates to pour into people and just let them know that God is truly real. Like he's awesome. He's amazing. He's powerful. He's great. He's all of those things. And then some, you know, he sits high and he looks down low and he's forgiven me for everything that I've done. And he continues to forgive me because I'm not perfect. Right. Exactly. And you don't strive. We don't strive to be perfect in the no. words of we'll never make no. a mistake, no. but we strive for perfection as it means to be complete, to be whole. Right. Uh, and that's why I always tell people, if I did anything, you know, to hurt you, charge it to my head and not my heart, you know, because sometimes we could be moving too fast and sometimes we could pick up our old behaviors right back up. And I'm just used to sticking and moving and doing what I need to do. So you know, if I hurt you in the process, or I said something crazy. Let's talk about it. You know, we don't have to shout and yell and raise our voices, but I could apologize. I'm a, you know, I, that's who I am. One of the things that I have learned uh, as I got, as, as, as I got older was mm -hmm. what I'm not going to do is go back and forth with anybody. Period. <laughs> that's it. Not at all. That's There's wasted energy. I'm leaving or you got to go. Somebody it's, got to go. Somebody got to go. Because it's, it's wasted energy. It's energy. It is. And then when you waste your energy, when you do that, you lose. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been told that a long time ago. Like, you can't sit there and argue with someone. Who, you can't be sober and argue with a drunk person. Yeah. Because both of y'all look crazy. Crazy. To the person on the outside that's watching. But I don't, I just don't waste my time or, and, or that kind of thing. Sometimes I just want to get to the bottom line. And a lot of times when it seems like it's just going left, I'd be like, you know what? This conversation is over. Over. It's done. And people are like, oh, I'm like, no, it's really over because it's not going to happen right now. We could try again later, but not right now. And that's what people don't people fail to understand energy. 
Okay. I am not going to consume your negative energy and think that you're going to get all of my positive because at, I tell people there's a switch. One I worked too hard to get here. I worked too hard to get here to go there with you. Period. We're not doing that. We can't do that because I know who I am and I know if I go back there, it's not going to be nice. So I'll just stay over here. I like it here. Right, and peaceful land. Like nobody wants to hit that switch. And once right. that switch is hit, it's hard to turn that switch off because I'm going right. full force. Right. To a thousand. <laughs> so what 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 some of y'all didn't know is that there was definitely a giveaway tonight. And I didn't announce it because I really wanted to see who was really going to engage and comment. Um and the one person that has been engaging and commenting is my good good girlfriend Shauna. So because Shauna has been definitely engaged, Shauna has been definitely commenting, Shauna has been definitely feeling everything that you have spoken. Mm -hmm. um, Shauna is going hey, Shauna. to be, okay. Shauna is definitely going to be the winner of the giveaway. Nice, because I can't see anybody. Oh yeah, I can see. So basically, I, I can see all of the comments that come through for anyone that is commenting and Shauna has been just like on it, like, okay, yes, speak, hey, yes, tell it, you know what I'm saying? Boom, you nailed it, you, yes, we serve living in your purpose. So, um, and I like I like that level of engagement just because it's a person that is literally, she's like, hey, my sister, mm-hmm. Um, because it's imperative that, you know, at the end of the day, just forget, and I'm just gonna say this, forget a podcast, right? Forget forget that it's a podcast, forget, forget all that, forget where it's gonna be loaded up to, all of the extra stuff. When you have a female, a woman, a black woman that has been through so much and is yet still standing, and then can create an entire brand called God is great, <laughs> and then market that brand based on everything that is great about God, right? What is great about God? What's great about him is that I don't look like what I've been through. What is great about God is the fact that I have stood in the fire and I don't come out smelling like smoke, right? Oh, baby. Okay. What is great about God is the fact that even though the heat has been turned up, I was never burnt, right? What is great about God is that even though the, the Bible is very clear, the Bible says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will, I will fear no evil for thou art with, with me, right? Thy rod and thy staff, they come from me. I think that when you have all these things that are so great about God, and then the person that has created the brand recognizes and understands all of his greatness and then puts it on t-shirts, puts it on hats, puts it on mask puts it on back everything that you could think of and then you go into the store and like listen you want that crop because we could do that too you know what i'm saying and begins to literally help you to even see through all of the things that you went through god was so great because sometimes we forget oh yeah you know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm here to be a reminder because I'm never going to forget. Because when that last truck hit me and pinned me in, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, that's the first thing we say when all heck is bracing us, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> he says that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. It don't matter how you do it. 
but oh my God, you know, and I was like, here. God, and let me say this, and this is what people don't understand, right? Because a lot of people, when you put my before God, you're claiming him as your own. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just want to throw that out there because a lot of folks don't, they, they, I feel like they don't be understanding that. You know what I'm saying? Right. The O is just an O, but the my God, you're claiming him for yourself. So in that moment, like you just said, no, I'm claiming you for myself and I need you to get me up out of here. Please mm -hmm. and thank you. Yeah. Okay. That was like, I never forget. It was, um, it was right. It was, it was literally right. Hurricane Sandy was in the process of hitting. Um, Cause it, 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 the wind had already started and everything. And I was on my way home from church mm -hmm. and I was driving down this one road that I've driven down many a times. And it's like the road is, it's a very long, it's, you know, two way. It's very long dude. So you come down and then you come up. But when you yeah. come up to that certain point, you can't, if you're on the other side coming this way, you can't necessarily see that there's a car that's coming up. Mm. So the lady literally turned out right in front of me. Oh, wow. I jerked my wheel so that I would not hit this lady head on because I was literally right there. So I clipped her on her uh, back, her rear passenger side. Mm -hmm. Now, the impact of the accident was so great that it literally knocked my front passenger side wheel off the car. Mm -hmm. The passenger side wheel was literally like lodged underneath the car. Mm -hmm. So typically once that happened, the car should have slammed down, right? Which right. then would have made me spin out and go into the woods that was on the left-hand side. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I'm in this car and I'm like, oh my God, oh my oh, God, so right? So Hello. So and I'm like, in my head, I'm turning the wheel because in my head, I clipped her, but now I'm turning. But there's no possible way I could be turning the wheel because the wheel wasn't even attached, right? right? But I landed in front of these people's driveway, which was straight. So when the cops got there and all the people got there, whatever, because the lady was like up somewhere and they were like, ma'am, how did you get here? And I said, I don't know. I turned the wheel. So they look, you hear me? I don't know. I turned the wheel. So they looked, they were like, ma'am, that wheel is not attached to your car. What right. did you turn? I said, I don't know. I turned the wheel. That's I turned all I the wheel. All I know is the wheel was turning. Now, whether it was, I don't know what happened. I just know, because literally I landed in front of these people's driveway, car street. Ma'am, how did you get here? I don't know. I turned the wheel. All I and, can and, and you know, when we have moments like that, you know, I think a lot of times God will say to us, can you hear me now? Hello. You know, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? And I always feel like, like you, like what you just shared. I think a lot of times these are like catastrophic moments, right? That take place in our lives to bring us back or closer to him and closer to our calling and closer to our gift and closer to exactly what it is that we're supposed to be doing. Because have you ever been in a situation where you find yourself right back where you started and you're like, well, how did I get back here? Mm -hmm. That very thing that you were running from, that very thing that you were scared of, that very thing that you tried to, you know, try to start a new career, tried to go over here and do that. And then you will be like, bam. Let me tell you, you start, time. Start and that's and that's real. Cause you start scratching your head like, wait, 
how did I get back here? Okay. And I think that that's what it was for me with God is great apparel. Cause I was always an entrepreneur, right? Um, my mama was selling everything that was moving when I was in her belly, you know? Um, and my mom sold a lot of stuff because my mom came here from the United States came here from Haiti, came to the U.S., didn't speak a lick of English. But she had to do what she had to do when she got a job and she started selling every and any and everything to her coworkers, you know, so that she can provide for her family. And I honestly believe sometimes that very thing, that very accident, that aha moment, that, oh my God, I don't know what happened. I don't know how this transpired. You know, you have to have that conversation and you have to say it loud. And I remember jumping out of my car on South Orange Avenue in Sanford. And there's like a big church on the corner. I, mm -hmm. I could not stop using. I found myself at the end of the road. I was in my car getting high, smoking crack by myself. And I was like, God, if you would just remove the taste from my mouth, the desire, why can't I stop using? I was in a 28-day program got out. I was doing okay. I relapsed twice. And I was like, I cannot get this thing together. And I got out of the car and I fell to my knees and I screamed. And I haven't used since that day. And I believe that I had really made up my mind that I had said, God, if you would just help me, I promise I would just always shout your name. I will testify. I will tell people how you helped me. Like I just want to stop using. I just want to stop using. And I can remember it and feel it like it was yesterday. It was just such a a, a, a moment for me. And I was just like, I know they was like honking at me. I was like, whatever, honey, I'm having a moment. And you needed that moment. Oh, I screamed like a maniac because I was literally like, at the end of the day, because I never like to get high in the daytime, it was always in the evening. And when I found myself getting high early and earlier in the evening, I would justify it, you know, because for me, it had to be dark outside. Mm. So when you say, you know, you have to say, oh, my God, and you have to scream out. That was one of those times where I was just like, God, please. Like, this is it. If you don't do this now. I, I mean, you know what? And I think my sponsor, I haven't done um, NA in a long time. My sponsor is always trying to figure out how do you have a glass of wine or a cocktail and not want to use narcotics? I'm like, hmm. I don't. I don't have hmm. the desire anymore. It's not something that I, 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 listen, it didn't come easy. I prayed about it. I fast about it. I cried about it. I was in a fetal position about it. I went to meetings about it. I relapsed about it. I think I finally got it together. I think it's been almost, ooh, 2004 was the last time I used. All right. Well, congratulations, ma'am. Thank you. You know? I mean, that's a big, that's a big thing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And the beautiful part is I don't get any desire. Like it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And I've done the work too, because there's a lot of work that you have to do internally. There's a lot of emotional work. There's a lot of baggage that you have to let go of, 
you know, because I used to think getting high was fabulous. I was fabulous. I was a mess. And a part of that is because you're not viewing yourself. I mean, you can't see yourself. You can't see you. I would. I it got to a point at the end of the road where I would just walk past the mirror. I never looked in the mirror. I, you know, I was just the mirror was just in the house. I never looked. I stopped looking in the mirror because I was just trying to get one more. And then look. That, oh, I'm that. always in the mirror now, bro. <laughs> like yes, come on here, bro. Yes, honey. I'd be like, no. take a picture, honey. Get into my life. See, but you know that that that's the thing. That's when you know what I'm saying. That's when God literally changes the story of our life and makes it a message of our life. Mm-hmm. Your life then becomes a message. Everything about you becomes a message. Everything that I stand for, everything that I have been through, has been mm-hmm. a message for my life, which has been created by God and by me saying, you know what, God, I know you got me. Yeah. And we're going to walk this out together. Always. Whether people believe it or not, I know you got me. Yeah. And and I used to think it was me that was doing all this amazing stuff. No, it's not. I'm just a vessel being used by God. Period, y'all. So, Miss Lunick, leave us with some final remarks from you. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, I thought you was going to ask me something. Mm-mm, I just want you to, your final remarks from you, being it that this is truly like the end of, you know, it's the end of Women's History Month, but it's not the end of us. We are constantly making history. We are constantly defying us. Every day. Every day. Every day. You know. Um, to everyone who's watching, you know, um, I always say, if there's something that you desire, pray about it. Don't overthink it. Make an attempt and go for it. Some people have to write it down. Some people have to make it plain. Some people need a blueprint. But when you overthink it, you can talk yourself out of it. Believe me, you don't have to have it all together before you start. If there's something that you want to do, start it and start it now. Put blinders on. Stop asking for people's opinion. Stop looking for other people's validation. Because if they have not done it before you, they cannot encourage you to do it. People will talk you out of something before they talk you into something. Please do yourself a favor. Do the world a favor. There is something out there. And there is someone out there who is looking to you for inspiration and motivation. Somebody needs what you have, whether it's a book, whether you bake, whether you do hair, whether you do nails, whether you are a counselor, whether you are, um, maybe you're just the person who is a good listener. Maybe you're, whatever that is, man, please just start it. Start it right now. Maybe you want to help people get their health together. Maybe you want to start a t-shirt brand. Maybe you want to open a store. Maybe you want to start modeling. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Do it and do it now. There's no better time than now. Do not waste your time trying to figure out who's going to like it, asking a million people their opinion because you're going to keep running around in circles and none of it is going to get done. You don't need a whole lot of money to just start. Research, 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 go, go, go. Listen, 
Just do it. That's it. You can. You got this. I hope y'all take heed to everything that she just said. And I just want you to know that that is definitely confirmation from a conference call that I had yesterday concerning yeah. an idea uh, that I need to make into a reality. Yeah, and, and trademark. Trademark mm -hmm. your stuff. Copyright your stuff. Sometimes you don't need a whole lot of money. You could just Google how to do it if you don't have enough money. You know, get the right people in your corner, the right expertise. Don't be afraid to spend money on what you have to spend money on, which is an attorney. You know, licensing, getting some stuff in place. I did wait a little while because I wasn't sure what I had. I didn't know. A lot of people didn't want to give me information. If you got confirmation about something that you're supposed to be doing, Nakia, You'll never know until you do it. You're never going to know unless you put one foot in front of the other. And if you trip, oh well. Oh well. You just keep on moving, man. And it's not going to be easy. You're going to fall down. You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. People are going to come into your life. People are going to leave you. You're going to have to dismiss some people. You're going to have to go through a whole lot of things. People are going to doubt you. People aren't going to support you. People are going to think you're crazy. People are going to be like, oh, I thought you said you was going such and such. When you going such and such? When you going such and such? How about that? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Stop telling everybody your business. Stop posting what you're about to do. Just do it and let them see you do it. Because I'm going to tell you something. Strangers supported me before people that I knew supported me. There were some people, I ain't going to lie, that supported me along the way. That, that, that definitely helped me. But at the end of the day, those people and your family members, they'll start to fall off because they got lives. But you got to open yourself up to more eyes, more opportunity, more people. That's why I run ads. You know, I run an efficient business. Although I have to start working um, on the business and not in the business, I actually enjoy it. But it is time to put the right people, professionals in place to run my business so that I can franchise the business or I can open up more situations and I can do more because there's so much more to God is great than just online and a store in Livingston Mall. I'm grateful for it, but I know the calling is greater. All right. Well, I can't wait to see where you go from here um, because I think that it's going to be great. Yes. And I can't wait to see it so that then we can bring you back and be like, okay. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm just excited about the process, man. It's I you know, and another thing, there's gonna be some sleepless nights. Like right now, I'm tired, right? But I made a commitment. I said I'm gonna do this interview. And I don't really do interviews. Like I a lot of people hit me up in my DM a lot of times because we had a face to face and I was like, All right, I told her I was gonna do this. And I was like, oh, it's perfect. And I'm actually doing another interview tomorrow yes. that I promised about a month ago. So I'm trying to get the brand out there a little bit more than it is. Although it is global now, it's dope. Like online is such a powerful thing. So if you are doing your business, ladies and gentlemen, get online. Get in front of more people. Hire people who really know how to run ads, really know what they're doing. Not just hitting that button and run ads because that gets you nowhere exactly and that that was one of the conversations i had today with someone i said 
there's a lot more to marketing than just Facebook. Oh. And I said, and people we, be your walking billboards. Exactly. You got to put yourself out there. Marketing, marketing, marketing is one of the biggest things in person marketing. You know, having people share, tag, repost. I do flyers, I do promotions. You know, um, I don't do influencers yet. You know, that's probably coming, but this machine is moving so fast and people are testifying, people are sharing. Girl, this you be having automatic um influences. I saw Lorenz take me and your share. You be having automatic influences, okay? Oh. It, it be automatic influences, okay? It doesn't even matter. They automatic. They see it, they wear it. You like, oh, look at boom. Yes. Done deal. Yes. But we're working on some marketing strategies. It's just that I have to hire the right people, put them in, yes. place in the store so that I don't necessarily have to be in the day-to-day, hand-to-hand. Like I could be in the back office still working, still doing stuff. Um, but right now, it's literally back to me, my husband, and two other um, team members. You know, So we're growing. We're getting ready, rid of some some things and we're just bringing on some dope stuff you know shout out to isaac shout out to my husband shout out to kwan who just jumped on board um shout out to princess who helped me design my store every single person you know that that's helped me you know um do this process i appreciate you everybody that started with us is is not necessarily still with us but mm -hmm. i'm forever grateful to every single person who's had a hand in this who's been a part of this who's helped, whether they know it, believe it or not. You know, I love, love, love what we've been able to do together. And as I grow and I elevate, I pray that, um, you know, that I can put the right people around me that don't necessarily um, want anything for me, but just have my best interests at heart and are um, Holy Ghost filled, you know, and, and, and love and, and can be a part of the tribe. You know, that's really what this is really about, believing in the process, believing in the journey, believing in the brand, and not so much, you know, the other stuff. Well, I love it. I can't wait. I, I really can't wait. I can't wait. And I do want to say thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you for um, allowing me to be a part of this process and your journey and for um, taking the time out and even considering me. I don't take that lightly. Although people like, oh, I'm like, I know a lot of people that do a lot of things, you know, and I just want to be able to open myself up to more. You know, there's no big eyes and little U's. I believe all platforms are good platforms. I 150% agree with you on that. So. <laughs> Once again, I do thank you for coming on here. I do thank you for, you know, giving of your time and also your talent. You know what I'm saying? Because this is not, it, this ain't easy. It ain't easy running a business. It's not easy being an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? And I do want to do a podcast, but I'm like, when? How? Who got time? Right. But I used to do radio before I used to have a show too, twice. And, you know, booking booking guests and lighting and like full on like full on productions i was just like okay all these cameras all these people way too many moving parts i was just like okay but podcasting is dope right so like i had to leave my store because the wi-fi for whatever reason at night it doesn't act right so really? i was like i didn't want it to be i found a little corner right it's my little office thing behind me and this is like the tv monitor for cameras and stuff so 
Come one corner and make it work. You know, listen, that that's one. And, and you know what? And the truth of the matter, if you did want to start your podcast, boom, you got your corner ready. Right. <laughs> no, and I used to do lives like right here. I used to do a lot of um teachings here, like webinars and stuff. I mean, I could do it anywhere, but this is kind of like the space that's already the chair is here and I don't have to do too much and I could just throw up my lights. Um, But I have to figure out what's going on at the store because I would love to do it there because that's why I spend most of my time. Because yeah. when I'm done working, I want to come home because I want to be able to have guests on the show. But I, I, I believe timing is, is, is amazing. I just, I love what you're doing keep on going don't let nobody tell you whatever you know do what keep just keep going and watch what god does i shall and you definitely do the same because there's big things with this with the god is great and even with the program that you have for the for the young women i think that is so um awesome um i think that you know a lot more of us need to start truly giving back Mm mm-hmm um, because for a lot of us, we all could have turned out a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it truly is by the grace of God uh, for snatching us out, you know what I'm saying, and 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 helping us uh, mm-hmm. out of our good valley experience and 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 allowing us to you know have a mountaintop experience while we're yet and still living, right? So um, if you can definitely provide more information about your program, um, I think that'll be dope. I think uh, people definitely need to hear about it, and also to encourage, you know, their their children, their daughters to join. Yeah, so we're doing it a little bit different this year, but they can go to um, a d a a d n j. It's a day at a time n j dot org. A day, not one day, a day at a time. Uh, dot org a day a day at a time nj dot org a day at a time nj i don't know if you could put that on the screen um but if you go to god is great apparel and you find me on social media i kind of everything is kind of wrapped up together you can kind of click on different things and you'll find a day at a time nj dot org I'm tired. I'm burnt out. Girl, that's understandable. I'm, I'm so for the website, is it um, it's just a d a a t n j dot org. I'm gonna hit the button. That was my husband calling me. I set my timer. It's dinner time. <laughs> He's like, hello, it's dinner time. All right, so listen, y'all, y'all go, y'all Google search. Yeah, he's at the store. Mm-hmm. Google search a day at a time, nj.org. Yes. Um, and, and definitely look into the program research. Uh, definitely go visit God is Great Apparel, uh, located in the Livingston Mall, downstairs, right down uh, from the escalators. Definitely right next to finish line. Across um, from the gap. Across from the gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, visit the store, visit the store online. Um, get your God is great apparel because you are living proof. Uh, definitely get your I don't look like what I've been through. Okay. And get no sure we're all God's children. Uh huh. Oh, look. Get your I love God. God. Uh huh. Okay. God is great. <laughs> Moms are living proof for Mother's Day. Come on, y'all. We, we got some dope stuff. Come on down. Come on down and definitely support this awesome and dope black woman in her black business okay 
because this is imperative for us. This is how we eat. I'll, I'll talk to you about that, but what I was just about to say offline because it's time. But um, support her. God is great apparel. And I got Thank the winning you. shirt. So yeah, so uh, Shauna um inbox tell her to send you her size. Inbox the size, um, inbox your address, and you will get the great God is great shirt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not in Philly, Shauna. She up here in Jersey, but Philly, I mean, she worldwide. She global, so everybody could order online. So Godisgreatapparel.com. Yes, Godisgreatapparel.com. So like I said, everybody support because we all need it, period. Yes. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. For those that will watch a replay, for those that are going to be listening on any other podcast sites, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, definitely tune in next week. We will be back at um, at our regular time at 7 p.m. And next week's topic, um, we Did will you be- say 7 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I thought we were on an eight. Yeah, for today, because I knew you had the store. Oh, for me. Oh, that's so special. Yeah, seven o'clock was going to happen. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I know you had the store, so I was like, I definitely wanted to, um, you know, make sure that it was it was conducive for you and your schedule. I knew you had the store, girl. Okay, so you're during the week, every every Wednesday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. at seven o'clock. Wednesday, mm-hmm. seven o'clock. Okay, the muzzle is off. Podcast, y'all. <laughs> Shauna said, she said, I will wear and share. So, uh, okay, listen, this is what we do. We support each other. Um, it's just imperative. So next week, Wednesday, we'll be back at our, our good regular time. We'll be back at 7 p.m. We will be discussing, y'all know, new topic. I just meet people on, on social media and I, when I think they dope, I bring them on. Um, so we will be discussing prison reform. And where do we go from here with that? And um, we'll be discussing it with a, new, a brand new guest. His name is Lewis. Louis L. Reed. Um, he's been very instrumental in prison reform. So I think that it's going to be great to have him on to, uh, you know, to discuss that and bring it and bring, bring us more awareness to um, what is absolutely needed and, you know, what is going on with the initiative and everything like that. So awesome. that is what we will be doing next week, Wednesday. We're going to discuss prison reform. Lunik, I love you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining. Um, Thank you guys. Know. Good night. Good night, everybody. And we are out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching.